Welcome to Sydney Property Insider, giving you news and insights on the Sydney property market. Your hosts are Michelle May, a professional buyer's agent and owner of her independent buyer's agency, and Marcus Roberts, a member of Property Investment Professionals of Australia and owner of leading mortgage broker firm, Brighter Finance. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Sydney Property Insider. Marcus, how are you this week? I'm doing really well, Michelle. How are you going this fine day? Yeah, good. I'm excited for another episode. What have we got on the agenda today? So we are very excited and thrilled to have another local expert um, here to speak with our listeners and to us about their experiences in one of the suburbs and areas that we've recently done a suburb spotlight of, uh, the catchment of Campbelltown and MacArthur area. So we have Max Johnston of McLaren Real Estate, um, a family-owned business that's been serving the area since 2013. Uh, Max is a real estate agent with McLaren Real Estate and a local of the area, having been born and bred in Camden and who attended St. Paul's Primary as well as the Magdalen Catholic High School. Max has also had a really interesting life because he's recently moved back to the area in the last couple of years after living in the States for four years prior as a NASCAR driver and was actually the, the fourth ever Australian to race NASCAR. And as I, I said to Max earlier um, on this morning, you know, I, I think you're, you're actually the, the first person we've had on uh, the show that's had a Wikipedia page. So, you know, uh, wow. well, certainly well done. That's a, it's a big achievement, something I, I don't think that I, I, would, I would ever have. So Max <laughs> is here to help clients with his local knowledge of the area, social network, and to make things as easy as possible for what is often the biggest purchase in his clients' lives. So Max, lovely to meet you, and thank you so much for coming on the show. No worries. Yeah, no, thanks guys for having me. Um, yeah, very, uh, very cool to be on uh, today. Uh, I look forward to uh, having a chat. Great. So diving straight in, you live locally in the area, you, you've grown up in the area. Tell us about your own history with the area and, and also how you came about becoming a real estate agent. So many people sort of fall into real estate. Some people knew that they were going to do it from an early age. Some people do it because they had family or friends that were in the industry. How did it come to be? Yeah, so I mean, um, yeah, McLaren Real Estate, Lincoln uh, McLaren, who owns the company, uh, he was a you know a big supporter of my racing um, on a personal sort of sponsor level. Uh, he actually was a major sponsor on one of my cars there for a little bit too. And um, yeah, we we've had a had a good relationship, and uh, sort of where it got to the end of sort of where I didn't really know that it was going to be the end of my racing, but I sort of you know come you know uninspectedly, um, I said to him, you know, he goes, "What are you going to do?" And I said, "I'm not sure actually um, because I." racing was all I knew and yeah he just sort of said what well, do you want to have an opportunity and have a shot at it go do your you know your course and all that sort of stuff so I did and um yeah he ended up uh, putting me on and uh here we are now sort of you know just on two years uh later and um yeah really enjoying it and uh look forward to what the, uh, the future holds as well that's fantastic. Oh, you've had a really interesting way into getting into real estate, but I imagine there's, is there a sort of a, a synchronicity that, or is that even a word? Is there like a, a commonality between your life as a race car driver and, and as a real estate agent now? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, just dealing with people on the same level, you know, uh, well, working hard for sponsors to try and, you know, race because I, you know, I had to use, you know, sponsorship money to, to race. Um, so, you know, trying to work on that, mm. you know, really hard and build relationships is sort of the same as you know building a relationship with a potential vendor to then sell their home for them um you know we don't wear 
suits and ties at McLaren Real Estate. We, um, you know, we just dress very, you know, sharp and casual in regards to, you know, the chinos and the Aaron Williams boots and, and a nice collared shirt, you know, because I just feel, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, I, I, you know, I'm working for McLaren Real Estate because I just don't want to be, you know, seen as that, you know, sort of typical real estate agent, um, you know, that everyone sort of sees them as, you know, so it's it was a nice sort of transition to say, all right, well, I'm here to sell houses, but at the same time, um, I just want to build relationships with people and, and achieve a good result. Um, it's not the same adrenaline rush as driving a race car, but, um, you know, when you get to the point end of a deal, um, trying to put it all together and, and achieving a really good result for the vendor and, and making buyers happy as well is, is quite a good feeling as well. Yeah. Well, Max, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're honest there because if you had said that real estate is more exciting than, than driving NASCAR, <laughs> I, would have, uh, I would have had some serious concerns. <laughs> so that, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, 100%. It's, um, it's close, but not close enough. <laughs> but it's about people then, right? The transition through race car driving, having the relationships there, and now the relationships that you have now, it's, it's about you and as a, as a person and how you deal with people around you. Yeah, I say it every time I walk into a living room as well. You know, I, I point out, you know, I'm, I'm just here to try and help you achieve a good result. Um, and, you know, I'm not here to do the wrong thing by it because, you know, if you did the wrong thing by people in, you know, racing, you know, sponsorship and burnt your bridges, you didn't get anywhere. So, um, yeah. you know, it's the same with selling a house. You know, I want to make sure I do a good job for the vendor um, because then hopefully they pass me on and, and recommend me to someone else. Um, and even with the buyer, you know, I want to, make sure that they had a good experience um, so then when they need to, you know, sell or whatever it may be, that they uh, they remember me and they give me a call. Mm. That's Yeah, that's a good, very good point. So now you are a Camden boy, but you're obviously now working in Campbelltown and the surrounding area. Tell me, how has Campbelltown and, and the MacArthur area changed since you were a kid and, and now as a professional looking at the area? How, how has it changed over recent times? Oh, it's been, it's been a massive change. I mean, you know, my, my dad had a car yard in Minto, which is, you know, a suburb of Campbelltown. Um, well, mm. 35, 40 years, he now um, has moved to on Blackson Road in Campbelltown. So um, I used to go down there when I was younger and visit him and stuff. And, uh, you know, if I drive down there now, it's a, it's a totally different thing. You know, it's um, the area is a lot more busy, uh, a lot, of, lot more people moving out here. I mean, you know, let's be honest, in sort of what it is, you know, what, seven, six years' time now, we're going to have an international airport. Mm. You know that's going to be 15 minutes away, um, you know, via train. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's been a big, big, uh, big change. Especially when I used to like leave the country for the for when I was living in America and then come back. You know, in the space of six, seven months, yeah, things change. Um, you know, you've got all, you know, Gregory Hills, Oran Park. Uh, I used to race go karts at Oran Park, and now it's full of houses. So, <laughs> yeah, slightly different. Yeah, I mean, every day in Rowland Road is getting busier and busier because there's more people moving out this way and, and working in Campbelltown. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, selling their homes in Campbelltown because they've been there for, for 40 years and they're, um, you know, it's a time, you know, they want to move out of there because it is getting busy or they just want to upgrade and, and you know, go bigger or, or whatever it may be. So um, it's been been quite interesting. So it's become a lot more high density then. Yeah, 100%, yeah. A lot more new homes and apartments and and more commercial centers i imagine as well more shops more more things to do for people when they get outside of their homes yeah yeah um you know for example smeaton grange uh uh you know the i knew the developer that did that you know so that was you know smeaton grange you know in gregory hills industrial area that was all planned at one point and now it's yeah full of big commercial buildings and um you know factories and stuff and you know obviously plenty of opportunity for more people to get jobs and all that so um yeah you know got that road going from um 
think it's Gregory Hills Drive, you know, over past uh, St. Greg's High School and then goes into Campbelltown now onto Blackstone Road. So it's uh, a lot more, you know, there's a lot more ways to make it easier for people to from Campbelltown, um, you know, to get over to sort of where Smeaton Grange, Gregory Hills is, is to, to work because it's, you know, the area's just building up so big and there's more opportunities. Yeah, so it's definitely the hustle and bustle <laughs> is definitely happening. 100%. Hey, and I wanted to ask you, because you you are relatively new to the industry compared to some of the other agents that we've spoken with, uh, with in other suburbs, you know, they've been in the industry 20 years plus. And um, so you're you're a relative newcomer. So this is a, something that I'm, I'm really interested in. You know, COVID hit last year. Um, how did that change the way you you guys started or you particularly and, and, and the guys in your agency? How did that change your selling strategies? Yeah, I mean, it was um, definitely a big shock when it all sort of hit. Um, well, you know, everyone was very worried on how we were going to still sell houses. But, um, you know, we, you know, fortunate enough that Lincoln, um, you know, who owns the company, you know, put his hand in his pocket to make things right and, and make things easier. So, you know, we went and got Manaports done, you know, those 3D video walkthroughs on all our current listings at the time. So we can still try yeah. to sell them on behalf of our vendors. So, yeah, we went doing open homes and all that, um, just doing private inspections when we could. And, you know, if, if, if everything was sort of COVID safe, um, if that's the right thing. You know, even now, you know, we're still doing uh, face masks and hand sanitizers and, you know, obviously all the whole, you know, scan checking and all that. Mm-hmm. And to me, it worked out well. I could pre-qualify buyers a lot better instead of just doing an open home and having every man and his dog sort of walk in. Um, <laughs> really have a conversation with uh, with potential buyers and say, yep, all right, you qualify, let's go. And um it took away, um, you know, not being rude or anything. The time wasters or the sticky bags. I just wanted to see how nice the kitchen was because they're, they're building a home and might want the same kitchen. So <laughs> yeah, I was able to yeah really uh, focus on the buyer and and it worked out well. So I guess it wasn't all that bad, and in the sense that it gave you the opportunity to really sort of build relationships with buyers and in a way potential sellers for the future as well, because because you could drill down much more on a personal level. Is that right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, personal mm. level is um yeah that that was definitely the key. It was uh okay, you where are you coming from? What do you need? How much money you got? Um, and you got to have that conversation and said, all right, well, yep, you qualify. Let's organize it and go through. So, I knew going mm. in there that they had the money or it was in their budget or whatever you want to sort of say. Um, and I knew that they wanted a clad home or a brick home, and it was you know it was worth my time and it was worth the vendor's time as well. So, um, mm. you yeah, know, definitely good. Did you find it then a, a more, in a funny way, a more efficient way to sell then? Yeah. Because you could spend that time with them and, and get to know them better and, and yeah, do that pre-qualifying much earlier on? Yeah, 100%. It was, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely the word to use. It was it was good in that sense. In saying that though, you know, open homes is good to meet new people. I um, mean, people that are thinking of maybe selling or whatever because you can always add mm. something off the back. Um you know that was that was probably one thing I did miss from open homes, but yes, it was a lot more personal, uh, and it was easiest to you know easier to build a relationship with the buyer because yeah you had to have many conversations before you actually went through the home. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and and so when people are uh, at the moment, you said you when we spoke a bit earlier that you you've got a lot of listings happening and and there's a lot of activity in in your market when people are are thinking of selling their homes and their their investments what what do you think what would be a tip that you would say give to potential vendors to to think about when selecting a real estate agent yeah i think that's you know that's a good question it's um i think they definitely need to do their research uh they need to 
have a look around on, on results. You know, it's all right for real estate agents to, you know, post a, a house online with a price guide and then, you know, potential vendors think, oh, well, if he's getting that, you know, well, he, he'll be able to get that for mine. Well, it's not it's not about the price guide. It's about the end result on what they actually sold the house for. So, you know, they need to look, uh, you know, do their research and actually have a look on what the home sold for, for what it was listed for because, you know, it's um, – I find a lot of people – you know, go in there and they say, yeah, yeah, we can get this much for your house, blah, 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 and then they break the vendor's heart later on down the track Yeah, because they just sort of signed them up on, you know, unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely do your research um, and have and have a couple go through, you know, sit down and have a, have a talk to them, um, you know, and don't just fall for the for the sort of trap that most people do. Mm, yeah, that you make, make some good points there. Absolutely. Do your research. Yeah. And Max, one other question I wanted to ask, which I'm um, just going back, I guess, hyper-focusing in on the, the area that you look at. So having been born and bred somewhat locally in Camden and then you know, living there for, for many, many years, what is it you like about the area? I guess tell our listeners what it is about the area that, you know, if they're looking, um, you know, maybe the inner west or eastern suburbs or the northern beaches or somewhere like that, what is it about the area that, you know, you think is really attractive. So many of our listeners have certainly commented over the years of, you know, Sydney property prices are just so outrageous and just so expensive. You know, we really need a lot more land space. And and one of the things that, that has come up, and certainly one of the reasons we looked at the Campbelltown region is that, again, there does seem more bang for your buck, so to speak. So what is it that, that draws you in or what is it that you really like about the area? Yeah, I just, you know, I really like that there's a lot of opportunity for, for people to sort of surprise themselves, you know, like I've had many people come out from, you know, Coogee or Ramwick or wherever it may be in that sort of inner Sydney and say, oh, this is how much it is. Oh, look what I'm getting, you know, and it's it's really cool. You know, I sold that, um, you know, 22 Cogrington Drive, Harrington Grove, which was a half-finished uh, Versace house uh, at the end of last year. Um, I took it to auction. I don't normally do auctions, but I took it to auction because it was so unique. Um, and I had a lovely couple from Ramwick uh, come out and purchase that. And, you know, it, it blew my mind what I sold it for. Um, you know, I was a little very, very nervous going into it. You know, and they said, you know, we're getting so much more value, you know, purchasing this than we have for, you know, a $4 million place that we've looked at in uh, in Ramwick. And, you know, it's – um, and they, and they all see it as a growing area as well. You know, it's, uh, it's an area that's, um, you know, definitely come a long way, uh, you know, hence why we're sort of talking today. And it's – yeah, you know, bang for your mm. buck probably the best thing you could say. There's a lot of lot of land, uh, a lot of good sized blocks out here. I, yes, I know Warren Park and Gregory Hills and the newer developments out here are still that sort of four fifty five hundred square meter block. But you know, to try and find that in the city and and sort of pay between the seven hundred and and nine hundred, depending on the finishes of the home, uh, you just can't get that. Mm. What advice would you have for, for buyers and sellers out there at the moment? So certainly the, the market seems to have picked up over the, the last few months, and that's certainly the feedback that that um, we've gotten from other agents uh, you know, in, in recent episodes and Michelle and my experience from, um, I guess, our, our day-to-day lives over the last couple of months. What advice would you have for people, I guess, to starting off looking to buy? Um, so, you know, perhaps ways of approaching a real estate agent or the best way to make an offer, for example, uh, what advice would you, you give to our um, prospective buyers? Yeah, I mean, my advice would be just make sure you're ready. Um, you know, things are going so quick right now. 
Um, you know, you got to make sure you're pre-approved. You know, talk to your broker, talk to your bank, and have your pre-approval and all your checks and measures in line. You know, so that when you do find the house that you fall in love with, you don't miss out on it, and you can act quickly. Potentially stop yourself from getting into a bidding war because you know there's a lot out there that are people fighting over. So if you're pre-approved and you're ready to go, you can act on it. Uh, you know, a lot of people are sort of you know falling in love with something and then they got to sell first and then they're missing out on what they they loved in the first place. Um, you know, so if you're thinking of selling uh, to buy, you know, definitely I always suggest you know sell before you buy. Put a delayed settlement on on the property that you're selling. Uh, and then, and then obviously give yourself time to find something. Use the, the deposit on the home that you just sold. Then purchase something. Uh, if you don't need to sell first, uh, yeah, just make sure you pre-approve, spoke to your broker and banks, uh, and make sure that uh, yeah, if you love something, you can act on it straight away. Otherwise, you're just going to miss out. Uh, you know, me being a, an agent uh, and and you know dealing with buyers that are pre-approved, ready to go, it's it's the best thing for them. You know, they can um, you know negotiate on a price and vendors can sort of ask for a price and everyone sort of meets in the middle um, because they're there standing there ready to go you're not sort of you know umming and ahhing the whole time excellent advice max i think you're a man after my own heart because marcus and i are always going on on about get pre-approval first (laughs) don't go shopping without your wallet so yes i wholeheartedly agree with you yeah. And just to throw another question your way, have you seen more of an influx of out of area buyers then since, you know, since you started working there or has it always been a mixed bag of of buyers that you get through through the Campbelltown and MacArthur area? No, I mean it's I've noticed it, you know, in the last sort of 2 years it's um yeah, 100% people from out of area, you know, Chipping Norton, Liverpool, um even Canola, mm. you know, I sold a you know, property in in Spring Farm. Uh, which is another just out the back of Narelle in there to a lovely couple from Cronulla. You know, it's um, well, it's goes back to the bang for your buck, but um, a lot, lot, lot more people coming out this way, um, just for the the more opportunity. Um, yeah. So it's uh, when they want change in life, or where do they go? You know, it's sort of where do you go without putting yourself in a hole, too much of a hole? So you come out here and you can buy something really nice for for a good price, mm. and um, yeah, a, lo- a lot of people from out of area. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's what I thought. Given you know the, the, this change in the area and the opportunities, and people are sort of discovering an area that's always been there, uh, but is now a bit more at the forefront of people's minds, which is really good. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to ask you. This is always one of my favorite questions that we ask uh, estate agents because we never know what we're going to get. But do you have a favorite story that you were, you know, when you're at a dinner party or, at, you know, at a barbecue, a favorite funny story or challenge sale that you had? You mentioned your Versace, your Versace house. How about we talk about that? Tell me when you say Versace house, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing a lot of, I'm picturing a lot of gold. Is, is that right? Lots of gold. I think I know how to spell Versace and I know gold and that's about it. <laughs> that was a funny story because I had a company from um, Melbourne that took over the property, um, you know, due to whatever reason it was. Uh, and they rang me and they said, oh, Max, can you go around and um, do an evaluation on this block of land in Harrington Grove? And I said, oh, yes, yeah, sweet ass. And I'm like, oh, block of land, yeah, well, good. That's, you know, still might be able to flick it and, and make a little bit of money. And I'm driving around the corner and I'm looking and I'm like, there's no vacant blocks. And then I, was, I actually had to get out and I'm like counting the street numbers and I was like 22 I'm, and I'm standing there and there's this big eight-bedroom, seven-bathroom, um, you wow. know, monster of a house. And I'm like, nah, this can't be right. And I rang them back on the spot and I said, hey, I said, do you know what's on here? And they said, what do you mean? It's just a vacant block of land because even on, on Google Maps, it was just um, a vacant block of land. And 
I said, nah, there's this you know, monster of a house and I hadn't even got to go in it yet because it was locked. And they <laughs> said, oh, what? And they, they hit the jackpot themselves um, and they said, oh, we'll get the locks changed, right, right get in there and, and do what you got to do. <laughs> so um, that was actually pretty funny. That was a, And I got to go in there and then it turns out it's got Versace tiles around the whole thing and there's a fish tank in the foyer that's thick enough to have sharks and piranhas in and um, it was something like, wow. yeah, it was, yeah, it's hard to describe. So these people who ended up owning the house when you got the listing, they did not know that there was an actual house on the land. Is that what you're saying? No, the, the company that took it over. So it was, uh, mm. you know, repossession or whatever it may be. Yep. I'm, I'm not too yep. sure. Just the company called me and said, mm-hmm. Max, get around there. We need to get, get need you to sell this block on behalf of us. And I said, okay. And so, yeah, just went around there. And then next minute, they didn't even know because they're based in Melbourne. Um, they didn't even know what was on there and I told them and, um, yeah, they, they were pretty, uh, pretty excited, but it was, uh, cool for me to go back to the office and tell the boss and say, Hey, there wasn't just a block of land. You need to come look at this thing. Cause I don't know what to say or, or, or even how to price this because <laughs> it's not every day you walk into a Versace house, uh, unfinished and then try and put a number on what it's worth and then what someone's going to have to yeah. spend on it. So, um, but yeah, that, that, wow. that actually settles, it settles this week actually. So, um, yeah, once, uh, once the new owner who are from Ramwick actually get in there and, and get and you know finish it off. I can't wait to see it. it. Should be really cool. Yeah. I mean it's it's certainly a very recognizable style, isn't it? Yeah. Um but I mean if you love it then it's perfect for you. I mean my mum always used to say for every pot there's a lid, you know? Yeah. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent people yeah. like different things and that's a that's a good thing after all. Uh, Michelle your mother hasn't seen my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we have lids for things that I've never seen. <laughs> uh, so, Max, thank you so much for your time. That's that's been really, you know, I think really great for our listeners, especially to to have someone local in the area that knows the area area well. Um, if our listeners, either buyers or potential sellers, wanted to get in touch with you, what is the best way to do so? So, would that be by email, uh, mobile, or just through the website? What's the best way of getting in touch? Yeah, I mean, getting in touch. I mean, I, I, my phone's always on. Um, I always love answering the phone and uh, and having a chat with anyone. So, um, yeah, to call me on 0414159114, um, I'll always pick up. And uh, if you want to email me, it's max at mclarenrealestate.com.au or just phone, phone the office, you know, and, and just request us to have a chat to me. Um, a lot of my time is, you know, just going out and hanging out with people and, and having a cup of tea or a coffee or a beer. Um, and just you know, having a chat, finding out what they want, bringing regards to what they want to buy, or or what they want to achieve when they're selling. Don't be afraid to just ask. You know what I mean? It's um, you know, whether you're thinking six months down the track or two months or two weeks, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, you just got to talk to the right people. Um, you know, at McLaren we care to prepare. So, you know, if you've got a few things that you need done around the house, um, and you're not sure how to go about it or whether you should or you shouldn't, um, that's another part. You know, I, I love to go you know, talk about sort of the project management side of it. Um, got plenty of tradies uh, with the mates rates through the business. Um, so, yeah, we can, um, you know, we've done a lot of homes where we've pretty much renovated them or, got, you know, got painters in and landscapers or whatever it may be. Um, we can just take it, you know, take it on board and, and help you out. Okay, great. Look, thank you again for your, your time. Um, and listeners, if you have any questions for Max, certainly on the mobile or email address that he's provided, or you can always contact Michelle and myself at ask at sydneypropertyinsider.com.au. That's ask at sydneypropertyinsider.com.au. And we will be with you same time, same place in the weeks ahead. 
Thank you for listening. Please note that any views or opinions presented in this podcast are solely those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of any business. These views and opinions are general in nature and do not take into account your personal objectives, financial situation and needs. Please consider whether it applies in your circumstance and seek professional advice where appropriate.